Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. Guys, we got a very special app today. Special app? As we are listening to Incubus and their album, Make Yourself. And we knew when we were going to do this record that we couldn't do it alone. So it's a roach coach first. We've had other people on the show in an interview thing, but to have someone sit in with us is a first. We are welcoming someone that I have long thought of as the world's biggest Incubus fan. A bus driver, if you will. If you will. Tim K. Hello. Hey, buddy. What's up? I'm incredibly honored to be here. Very happy to have you on the show. Yeah. You are also, as I understand, a roach rider for life. Oh, yeah. A listener of the show. I am, yeah. For Put sure. Him awesome. Put him on the spot. Put him on the spot. Uh, What's your yeah, favorite listen. bit? <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> Prove do, you it. Got, do you like Funky Ken? I would say. I am, yes. Ah, everybody <laughs> loves Funky Ken. Did somebody order something funky? Too early. <laughs> Too early. <laughs> Save it. Save it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, so we're excited to talk about the bus with you, Tim, and you can kind of, you know, guide us through, because as you know, I mean, we are, I guess what, bus agnostics a bit? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, so we'll be talking all about Make Yourself, but before we get to that, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So we did an episode all about Nonpoint and uh, their album, uh, Development, and uh, so people had some things to say. First and foremost, Jenny, what did they have to say? Oh, they had a lot of congratulations for uh, for me and Sweet Mitchell being engaged. Thank you. That's very kind. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. And Mitch was like, you talk about me on the podcast? <laughs> I thought you were trying to make everybody think you didn't have a boyfriend. And I was like, I don't think anybody that listens to this <laughs> gives one single fuck. If I have, they're not like, ooh, Jenny, yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you very much. That was super nice. Uh but more importantly, mm-hmm. Daniel Terry had some some thoughts about the app. He says, I've got a few guilty pleasures on this album, like circles, any advice, and hide and seek. However, this album seemed to rush, and the lyrics sound made up on the spot. <sighs> you hear that, Elias? That's right. You, you just you spend... got flamed. Mm, got to spend some time on that. Um, Nick Fenton let us know that he is the person who told us to not do this album. Right. And he <laughs> apologized to us, which I'm going to say, not that bad of an album. But he said that the next one has some all-time bangers on it. All-time bangers. All-time bangers. Wow. That's a high order. Us frog boys That's better right. come through. Mm-hmm. All right. Ronnie Neely says, wow, the lyrics on this album were painful. Mm. They were. They were. Alan Smock with the comment, very apropos. I always wondered if I'd like Incubus if they were heavier. Guess the answer is nah, not really. Ooh, Ooh. Tim. Tim, how you <laughs> feeling? <laughs> oh, I got to go. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, tell me his address. <laughs> <laughs> we have all of our listeners. All of them. And their socials. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Rayski says singing when there should have been screaming. And then it looks like a turd emoji. And I can't make out what that's a bomb emoji. And a bomb, yeah. It is a shit bomb. (laughs) That's okay, though. Shit bomb? Uh, Elric said, I want to know what Lauren's wedding request ban list was. Um, Mm. Oldies? 
Beach Boys, Black Eyed Peas. Wow. Wow. Those were, and here's the thing though. When you, you say oldies, are you talking Motown? No Motown. Listen, man, if it was made before I was born, I don't want to hear it at my fucking wedding. All right. New shit only. That's what I, every song should start with that drop. New shit. And then they play the song. All right. <laughs> uh, I think mainly though it was Beastie, uh, uh, Beach Boys. Beach Boys was a big one. I got a lot of blowback from aunts and uncles on that one. Um, we wanted to play Wouldn't It Be Nice? Yeah, and I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if we didn't hear it at my wedding? And it was. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Jack Slauson says, maybe it's just love in the air from Jennifer Bloomberg Engagement. Congrats, by the way. Thank you, by the way. Uh, but I'm shipping Prowlar and Bad Debbie so hard right now. Yeah, baby. I do whatever I want. <laughs> I, we were reading these before, and I was like, I don't remember what bed. I don't remember anything. I leave the indigo basement, and it's like the Men in Black thing. Don't <laughs> worry, like, the memories are on the walls. Uh, still workshopping. Thank you, know, you very workshop. much. If I'm gonna be honest, Prowler, I don't know if you can nail that guy down. You know? No. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he's. Too I'm married to the bush. Yep. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bad Debbie might be able to. Uh, yeah. She could probably rein him in. I feel like any character I've done on this shoe has like a remarkable on this shoe. Oh, <laughs> on this shoe. A really big shoe. I was getting to say that all of my characters have massive amount of pubes. That's where I was going. <laughs> that uh, was that we established <laughs> that you found my my Achilles heel. Yeah. We established that in the show canon very early on when Jenny uh, and I were yeah. playing out the show. I'm like, listen, we're going to talk about new metal every week, and any character you do on it. Major pubes. Oh yeah, <laughs> huge bush. <laughs> huge bush. Huge bush. Um, you found my weakness, baby. Um, over on Twitter, Box Boron said, "Major snooze fest from Nonpoint. Not even Funky Ken could redeem it." Yeah. Great riffing though, as ever. FYI, top five new metal songs for him. Head up, sick voices got the life and prison song and mm. congratulations jenny bloomer <laughs> maybe an indigo engagement ring and then hashtag it will be happy if you do rammstein because box Boren is always pushing for us to do another rammstein um good list head up sick those are hot tracks all, all right. right uh john hill says john hill from Revolver Magazine. That's right. Revolver Magazine tweeted at us because we talked about them. He says, good lists. We were surprised by the lack of bodies and the very heavy mud vein support in votes. There we go. So it's not Revolver Magazine. It's their followers on it's Twitter. their fandom. Their fandom is apparently not on board with bodies. Tim K, hmm. how important is bodies by Drowning Pool to you? I I I I've just heard it so many times. I uh-huh. think that's the issue. I think it's a it's a good song, but mm-hmm. I think I've it's just been on rotation mm. too much. Too much. Okay. I think be, it's it's a it's it's a catch twenty two because why aren't you playing bodies? Well, we play it too much, but it's bodies. You should play it. Ah, oh, but we play it too much forever and ever. The problem. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. The snake eats its own tail. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Let's roll with that. That's right. Uh, final comment from AC. He says, I might have mentioned uh, getting through this app to get to Recoil. Uh, this album is probably their worst. No screaming, little to no aggression. Recoil is non point two Looking forward to that up. Impressed by Matt Nas's top five, li- top five list. Thank you. When is the Dope's Life app? Hashtag circles is a panty dropper. Ooh. Uh-oh. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
Um, I'm in it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know we're going to do dope again. I mean, I don't know. It's not something that we... I don't think Is people... Is it on the long list? It's on the long list, but I don't think it's been like any sort of big push for dope. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, there's a little nudge. That's the nudge. The nudge Edsel for dope. dope. Yep. Edsel Dope. Real name. No gimmicks. No gimmicks. <laughs> Edsel Dope. That is it for Who's Tweeting. Keep on saying hello on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. The album of the week, Make Yourself by Incubus. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 26th, 1999. Thick of it. Thick of it. Oh, yeah. Tim K. Yeah. Our esteemed guest. You are, as I've said, the world's biggest Incubus fan. Uh, your relationship with Make Yourself and your relationship with the bus as a whole. Okay, so uh, I just... <laughs> Topping <laughs> in. Get out of the way. Uh, I discovered them on this album, how uh, as I think most people did. Uh, I think I got like a gift card for like Borders books, and this was like one of the ones I got because I think I heard... I think I heard Drive or Pardon Me on the radio, uh, and I was like, I got to have, these guys are good. Uh, so I, <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I got, I got this album, and I was like totally hooked from the, the moment I started listening to it. It's, it's, it's just like perfect nostalgia for me, this album, because of uh, when I started listening to it, 1999, I was like a freshman in high school. It was like the, my album. Uh, yeah, it's it. I'll get to my review of it later. Oh wow, okay. Oh, but yeah, I've seen them live uh, a ton. I've can you uh, can you roughly how many times? Um, I mean, not like an outrageous amount. I haven't like gone to other cities to see them. Um, but pretty much every time they've come through here in the last ten years. So, maybe. so at least seven times. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. I, you 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 said that as if like seven is too low, Lauren. I feel like it is, okay. as far as like a super fan goes, but okay. maybe, maybe not. All right. Jenny, history with the bus. Oh, well, I think uh, this, I had this album. I really liked this album. Mm. Um, I heard Pardon Me on the radio. Heard it on 89X, I remember. It was like in the, what was it they do, like the top eight at eight? or Top se- nine at nine. Top yeah. nine at nine. Yeah, I heard it on that, and I was like, I got to get this album. And uh, I listen to it all the time. Uh, listeners may, I, I feel like there's no way I could have not brought this up. Well, maybe on a Deftones episode. But the weird guy that I dated in high school who had like black light Kama Sutra posters, huge into Incubus as well as the Deftones. Mm. Um, so I can't hear this and not, and not think of him. Mm. Uh, wherever you are, maybe still working at Red Lobster with his mom. <laughs> I don't know. Chris Heron, hope you're all right. Uh, but yeah, I really, I really liked this album. Um, I haven't, I hadn't listened to it in probably upward of, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Well, it couldn't have been that many. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, point is, hadn't listened to it in a long time. <laughs> Was, uh, I'll tell you how I felt about returning to it later. Lauren. Uh, so I remember hearing all these songs on the radio. I did not own this album at the time. And I was like, yeah, uh, Incubus is good. Um, I, you know, I had no problem with them. I remember in college was when uh, Morning View, their follow-up came out. And I was a pretty big fan of those singles. And I think I got that CD for like Christmas or something. And then um, I picked up the one after that, A Crow Left of the Murder. And I 
didn't think that was a great album and kind mm. of was like, why did I buy this? Uh, pretty quick. Got some qu- pretty quick buyer's remorse on that one. And then, but then at that point, I remember thinking the Incubus were just sort of an institution at that point. But I was never like upset at them or anything. They just, it was Incubus. They were always around. Um, but I mean, yeah. And, and as I always said, Incubus really also really came into view when I was in college because uh, I remember this guy coming to visit. Um, like, you know, people come to college and they visit their friends and then these friends just walk around to other people's dorm and be like, hey, I'm Joey's buddy. <laughs> oh, cool. You got an Xbox. I love Xbox. Like, no shit. Dummy. OK. And so <laughs> this guy rolled in and he was like and they were like, I hear you're a DJ radio station. here." I'm like, yeah, he's like, you play Incubus. Um, I mean, we could. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you got to play the whale song. I'm like, I'll be what is the whale song? Ooh, we're gonna get to it. Oh, oh wait, it's on this album. It is on this album. So he was telling me he was talking to me in code. Yeah, what a terrible way to get his song on the radio. It's a I'm fan looking for, fave, man. I thought it was. I was. I've been looking for a legit whale song when we were doing research. I'm like, where's this fucking whale song? I thought oh. it was some B side. It's on the album. Yeah, it's on this album. And I think when we saw them together when they were in Detroit, I'm mm. pretty sure they played it too. So. It's a fan fave. They, it's always in their set list. Huh. I've been ri- I've been around the whale song the whole time. All right. Well, <laughs> then we have to try to guess which song is the whale it's song. It's going to be immediately I apparent. think I know I want to try to guess, Tim. <laughs> 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 um, They're going to be like, this is the whale it's song. It's the one like, that starts... <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that starts off with quotes from Star Trek Four. Yes. That's how you know. Exactly. And, he, and, he, and he goes in the chorus, I love Shamu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Shamu is whale. <laughs> oh, that take you a minute. Take a minute. <laughs> yeah, it did. Who's Shamu? Is he in the bank? Look, I'm not afraid to admit that I don't know things. Okay. Whoa, bad Debbie just showed the <laughs> fuck up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, baby. <laughs> look, I'm dumb. I don't fucking care. <laughs> That's how I like him. Oh, I do feel some romance in the air. Yeah. But Matt Nas, history with the bus, and specifically make yourself. Oh, guys, get ready. I've never owned this album. Uh, this is... I've heard the singles. I mean, Pardon Me was fairly inescapable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, all right. But it was not... If it wasn't Radiohead in 1999, I wanted very little to do with it. Mm. I will mention I do have a physical copy here. I purchased it on eBay, not from the Declutter store. They did not have it because it's such a hot record. I had to get mm. it from Glenn the Bookseller. Oh. For a sweet three dollars and forty eight cents. How price. does he pay for shipping? At text Glenn, tweet him at Glenn the bookseller. I'm sure he'll t- he'll let it he'll let you know. Jenny, who's an incubus? Oh, on this album? who is an incubus on this album? Well, we've got our boy masseuse extraordinaire Brandon Boyd. <laughs> bead curtain away. Bead curtain away. <laughs> <laughs> Vocals and percussion. Uh, Mike. Einzinger on guitar, and tell me if I'm mispronouncing these, Tim. No, I think that's uh, right. DJ Kilmore on turntables. New Dur- addition to the band. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. This is I'm this sorry. is why we no, got I'm him sorry. on the this show. Is, this yeah. is why we. This is, this is it. Yeah. yeah. Dirk Lance on bass, and uh, Jose Pasias. Pasias, sure, mm-hmm. on drums. Sorry, Jose. Hope I didn't fuck that up too badly. And then uh, Incubus produced this album along with Scott Litt, best known for REM. He did all the big REM records. Hmm. Automatic for the people. Stone Cold Classic. Green? Pretty sure. Probably. Uh, Monster. 
which is not my favorite. Everybody loves Monster. Except for Matt. <laughs> if you go to a used record store and say, do you have a copy of Monster by R.E.M.? They're like, sorry, no one's ever sold that album back. <laughs> Except this, this fucking atrium we have covered. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say Monster by R.E.M.? My mistake. It's literally our wall. <laughs> listeners, longtime listeners know, I'm sure you know this, Tim, that on these early Incubus records, uh, Brandon Boyd would often take an alias. Mm-hmm. On the last record, he Cornelius. Cornelius. Cornelius days are done. He is on this record, invisible floating, floating torso man. Cool. Okay. So cool. <laughs> I like Cornelius a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but that's uh, that's that's classic him. Um, these liner notes, uh, real quick. Um, this looks like a bit of a screensaver. It does. <laughs> Uh, little weird oh, lines yeah. that might happen. Yeah, sure. Um, a visualizer. Yeah. A visualizer. This actually straight up looks like the Tool logo hidden. Yeah. Like yeah, they it totally were does. like like almost they were like they were putting it together and they're like it's an Incubus, not Tool, and they're like ah smudge Tool, smudge ah, Tool. Here you go, it's done. Um, and in the thank yous, this is a very interesting thank you. So they would like to thank these bands for one or more of the following reasons. One, we beat them unmercifully on the b-ball court. B, I'm sorry, this is A through E. B, they have great hair. C, they got us drunk and took advantage of us. D, we had a great time with them. E, other. God, they're they, so fun. They're so fun. And, <laughs> and then they proceed to list a ton of bands that we talk about here. Corn, Sugar Ray, 311, Limp Biscuit, Black Sabbath. They're on uh, Oz. That's, the, that's yeah. the great hair. That's the great hair, right? No, I thought that's who they took advantage of on the B-ball court. Oh, you're yeah. right. <laughs> I got take Tommy. You take Ozzy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can't think of a quicker way to kill Black Sabbath than to challenge them to a game of basketball. <laughs> Tommy Ioni goes up and is rejected. It's done. Geezer Butler. <laughs> Pass to Geezer. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh man! Basketball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're the fucking best, uh, Jenny. We've got a shit ton of genre tags. Yes, we do. We have alternative rock, funk rock, alternative metal, <gasps> new metal. Oh no, it's Jesus. psychedelic rock. <laughs> Keep it together. Record scratch. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. And did somebody order something funky? You had to know when you chose to do this album that is <laughs> Funky Ken was going to basically be in residence. On my first listen, funky things would happen. <laughs> and I would feel immense regret. I'm so excited. Baby. All right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, the first track on the album is called Privilege. Yeah. 
that DJ. There he is. Um, good rocking way to start off the album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my notes say, a rocker off the bat. This guy's a natural. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got it. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Matt, you all right? Did are you, you, did are you, you think blown it away? was a rocker? Did you think it was a rocker right off the bat? Or did you think it was a good rocking way to start the album? Uh, <laughs> you know, what a rocker. What a way to start an album. Hey, there was right some, off the bat. There's some head bobbing going on. Oh, yeah. We were doing a little uh, movement. Jenny, thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I think this is a song that I feel it's sort of similar to what like Tim was saying. I, it's like basically just like shrouded in nostalgia for me. So when I first heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. This song's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I didn't call it any variation of rockin'. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid open. Um, I had some questions about whether or not I would think this was a new metal record. But uh, the guitars, uh, a little bit. It's I a light that. new metal. Yeah. It's a light new metal. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, songmeanings.com. I don't want to blow anybody's minds. Um, <laughs> the bus showed up and dropped off everybody. Um, 39 comments. Uh, a lot of good ones. Uh, obviously, this song is about um, basically the privilege of being alive. A lot, a lot of hippie shit in oh. this this yeah. this album. A lot I'm, of like yeah. mind blowers. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it hey. starts off with a, with a real rhetorical question. Isn't it strange that a gift could be an enemy. I mean, what better way to start off an Incubus record than with a <laughs> yeah. line like that? Now just sit by these crystals and just hum with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not too far off from my actual <laughs> life, so no wonder I was like, it is strange, Brandon. Now, if you don't mind, I'm just going to pour some oil on you. No! God damn it! <laughs> Whoa! Too late. Uh, commenter, peace of mind, that's because half of it is capitalized, said, you're all fucking slaves, in all caps, Wake up, finger, finger fucking pointy. Ah, man. And uh, the other comment I really liked was from Chickadoo17. They said, best Incubus song ever. I listen to it when I'm in the shower and I dance and sing at the top of my lungs. It's incredible how a band could affect someone as much as Incubus has affected me. I'm, what would you say, obsessed? No, obsessed isn't strong enough. Incubus and I are involved lol jp but this is a great song and it makes me want to get up and dance this song jp just pretending lol just pretending just playing just playing just playing oh just, man just pooping <laughs> what if it was poop <laughs> uh, yeah baby uh, <laughs> oh yeah i'm showing up today oh man all right <laughs> Jenny's best. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm man. proud. I'm proud. Uh, all right. Well, what do we got next? Up next, we have Nowhere Fast. Oh, was, that wasn't the whale song, was it? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. no. The privilege of knowing a whale. <laughs> Only Spock has that privilege.
You are delivering with these dance moves, oh. Tim. 100%. Listen to that bass. Listen to that bass. <laughs> You gotta do snake arms to this yeah, part. Yeah, definitely you have gotta to do snake, snake arms. Another slammer. Oh, you had this as a slammer? I, I did. You but, did? I did. But in my notes later on, as I was still listening to it, I wrote skippable sad face. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's You're not like, essential eh. bus. Yeah. No, it's like, meh. meh. Oh, interesting. A, yeah. Hmm. All right. It's funny. Yeah. I, I think we we don't normally talk about like skippable is more just like remove this entirely from an album. Sure. When we're talking about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, huh. Jenny, thoughts on Nowhere Fast? Um, I think it's fine. I would agree with the skippable thing. Um, this is a quote from Brandon Boyd. We've been exploring drum and bass here and there on stage, playing little improvisational ditties in between songs from the records. Jose would start playing a drum and bass he'd made up. I'd play my didgeridoo to it. <laughs> and the song started forming yes. out of live things like that. That's how Nowhere Fast was written. Through improvisational live jams. So That does not surprise yeah. me at all. I Yeah, that is such a Brandon Boyd quote. I was messing around on <laughs> my didgeridoo. And we have a song. Just tooting on the do. Tooting on the do. Tooting the do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I saw them open for the Grateful Dead once. <laughs> you have a didgeridoo, don't you? I Tim? do. Ah! <laughs> I mean, it's not a shock. <laughs> I do have a didgeridoo, and it's because of Incubus. <laughs> and I learned how to play it pretty well. I've seen him play it in <laughs> person. Oh yeah. my gosh, this is incredible. Um, <laughs> Uh, Matt, what did you think of this one? I felt like it was a meandering song. Uh, didn't have a real clear focus. Um, the parts that rock, rocked. Uh, but then there's kind of like a um, jazz fusion middle that didn't necessarily feel cohesive to the rest of the song. It was kind of like, go one way or the other. Um, they wanted to mix the two, and it was not uh, pleasing to my ears. Mm. <laughs> It should be, I should say, like, I fucking loved that shit when I was, like, 15. Though. Right. Oh, I was totally. like, oh, it's funky. It's cool. I can, like, like slither around. <laughs> as, you, as teenagers do. Yeah, as did. I mean, your teen years is a lot of slithering. Oh, just yeah. all the time. I it's... almost got run over by the lawnmower several <laughs> times. Jenny, stop slithering. I can't help it. I'm 15. You know what I found your daughter doing? <laughs> On the lawn, slithering around. <laughs> Am I got a daughter or a snake? Yeah. Huh? This this is definitely one of those songs that like my friends and I would like be hanging out with a black light, black light posters, incense, and we'd just like turn this album on and just like th- these these couple songs 
we just listened to it. Was one of your friends, songmeanings.com commenter, D4MVP, who said, without doubt, the best Incubus song. Anyone else think they were on acid when they made this song? Wow. The beat is so trippy. I love it. I still want to hear Incubus make a house song. Well, okay. did that ever happen? Did they ever make a house song? No, no. But wouldn't it be crazy if that was my friend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really, he is. In he a really sense, is. I mean, all these is. commenters are your they friend. They are. Um, punk rocker Nikki, who wrote her name with a lot of capital lowercase in the wrong place, because she's a punk rocker, Sure. said, Incubus are my gods. Mm. Which, you know, props to her for giving... Uh, Brennan Boyd tends to take the focus. She's like, Kilmore, God. Doesn't matter if it's his first album. He's my God. Uh, Jose, my God. He's great. And I forgot all the other guys. But also, Mike, yeah, right? Mike's Mike, great. also a God. Did I get everybody? Or is that no, uh, Dirk, Dirk Lance. Dirk, God. Dirk, God. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Up next. Dirk, God. Uh, yep, I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. <laughs> All right, up next is Consequence. Yeah, baby. Prowler. Hello. Welcome. I just had to get through these bead curtains and get in this room. Real mellow vibe going on right now. Yeah. All right, I can stick around. It's cool. <laughs> Take a seat on the beanbag chair. Uh, thank you. Gotta go. Oh. <laughs> So this one felt more like a, a skipper to me. I can see that. Yeah, it's it's um, it's firmly alt rock. It's not new metal, and I I was a little surprised that they got this sleepy this quickly on track three. Uh, I kind of wanted the energy to continue. I mean, the chorus, I guess, but I, I think maybe the chorus is a little too generic for me. So to me, the first three tracks on this album, I think, feel like science leftovers. Hmm. Um, as far as style goes, they have that like they're not uh, they haven't they don't have that like more refined radio sound yet in these first three songs. And I feel like they're like science leftovers part two, um, like more experimental rather than just like these are song written songs. And I think this one kind of falls in that crack of being experimental, but also just not that very good. Hmm. Wow. Jenny. Uh, I I would agree with Tim on that. I mean, I hadn't thought of it as science leftovers, but I can definitely see that. Um, I thought it was fine. I mean, I I think that like I liked I liked the chorus a lot. Um, I mean, it is pretty generic, but I don't know. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I think they sound good. It's like a well produced album. I yeah. think this album as a whole sounds better than science. Yeah. Science sure. felt like there was a lot of I don't know messing around, figuring it out, and this one felt this album feels 
even if these are science leftovers, it feels much more streamlined. Yeah, a lot. They I, they went to songwriting school. Um, I feel like, and they removed like ninety percent of all the like laser zips and zaps th- throughout the album. And still, this album has many zips and zaps. They do. So it's a lot. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, because there was there was a song I remember on the last album. I don't remember what song it was, but I remember we were just like, everybody's getting a moment to make a noise, mm-hmm. perhaps too much noise. <laughs> If Matt. there's a million noises and you only c- you cut out 90%, there's still 100,000 noises. <laughs> Is this the whale song? No. Okay. okay. I'm going to ask you every time. All right. Um, I think we're going to know. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is, a, this is just, it's, it's an okay song. It's okay. I have to say, I wasn't entirely sure what it was about. Um, I felt that the keep one of your eyes open at all time felt like some sort of third eye reference mm. in a weird way. Uh, but then I went to song meetings and they cleared it right up. Sean seventy seven eleven said I related to this song to Polonius's speech to the Laertes in Act One, Scene Three in Hamlet. Mm. If you read that, that's what I think the song means. So I cracked open Hamlet. I did not crack open <laughs> Hamlet. I was like, of course, Sean. That's what they meant. Hamlet. It's clear Hamlet jump. Well, Harry Manback had a different opinion. Whoa. <laughs> Harry the Man return Man of Harry yeah, the Man return of Harry Harry Manback is all over these comments. Uh, and he said this song is about how Brandon's girlfriend of seven years cheated on him and then became pregnant with her lover's baby before your son becomes a man and the consequence of cheating on Brandon. Who would want to cheat on him anyway? You are a fool girl for doing so. <laughs> Damn, son, where'd wow. you get these? Oh, Harry Manback coming in. You are a fool. You're a fool. Is that true, Tim? I, I I'm I honestly don't know. You're not so your fandom does not extend to gossip. No, of this no, because like I don't think he would have cared in that instance. He's like, all right, fine, I'll have, I'll find someone else to do it with. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Brandon, Brandon Boyd, Boyd is ever at a hurting. loss for pussy. Yeah, he ain't hurting. <laughs> he ain't hurting. He's getting that squish. <laughs> that squish. Get in them guts. A squish bus. He's like a poetic be- like poetic boy. So like he it, it's all good for him. Like it's all it all works out. Listen. Real thin, great hair. Come on. Listen, I watched all the videos for this album mm. and it would be like he'd have a shirt on and you just feel it. And then you'd cut to the performance. <laughs> Shirt is gone. Oh. I like to think he took it off and he set it on fire, <laughs> threw it out of the out of the frame. He just never Will re-wears shirts. Will Putney was there. Putney was like, "Give me that shirt. I know what to do with it. I set it on fire." Um, but uh, <laughs> the uh, what did I have on it? It was um, yeah, he never had a shirt on. And but we were at that concert where when he did wear a shirt, it said "I fuck on the first date," but it was E Y E. That tells you all you need to know. I think he's selling them now. Actually, <laughs> I'm not. Go. I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I Christmas I gifts <laughs> for the coach. That's right. Everybody gets an eye fuck on the first date Get in the Christmas coach. Oh man! But it was like a tank top, right? Like a very low. It had no fucking sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't think it's my great. man owns. He can't be contained. No. No. I'm oh. sure it had sleeves, and then they just fell <laughs> off when he put them on. All right, up next we've got the warmth. This is the whale song, you idiots. <laughs> it's got a whale. No. Uh, oh, shit. Is this the whale song? Is this the whale song? Yes, this is the whale song. <laughs> I wrote whale sounds in my fucking notes and didn't even put together because I'm looking for a literal song called the whale song. <laughs> I didn't know that those were whale sounds. Oh, Until yeah. right now. We are watching Star Trek 4 immediately <laughs> after this. Shamu's a whale. 
<laughs> prove to me that whales exist. So this is a fan favorite concert staple. Oh yeah, definitely. People go nuts for this song. I l- this is one of my like favorite Incubus songs for sure. Okay. Yeah, this is I think in the album when uh, everything is kind of stepped up. They their their songwriting is a little bit tighter. Their choruses are a little bit better. Uh, more like radio playable. I don't know. I think it's just a really fun song. It, fun fact, I. Pl- the, my band in high school covered this song because I could play the guitar and make it sound like that. I mean, I was what was the name of your band? <sighs> okay, our first name uh, with <laughs> certain members uh, was called Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> How's it spelled? With a C-H-V- H-V- H-A-V-O... I want to say it was with a... C- I think it was with a K. I think it was with there a K. There you go. There you, you go. gotta go. Oh, gotta yeah. get a yeah. K, bro. We did. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hey, whatever. It got us into the bail of the bands. Whoa. Did you win? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Um, and then what was your name after Havoc? Uh, Delta Nine. This was like we changed some members around, got a new name called Delta Nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was it? Then, then that was it. That yeah. was it? Yeah. All right. Uh, a good idea if you ever start a band up again. This name is no longer in use, I believe, Jenny. Snake Nation. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, yeah. Snake Nation. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jenny, thoughts on the warmth? Um, I remember liking this one a lot when I was younger. Um, I don't have a real strong opinion on it either way. Part of the problem is that I know this record so well that I'm just waiting to get to the songs that I like. So I don't know if I'm able to give it like a fair shake. Hmm. Um, what do you think, Lauren? Um, I write, I like the whale sounds, which, um, man, I feel so fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm just like, it's called the whale song. That's what this kid said to me in my dorm room. But the guitar gives me kind of a corn vibe, kind of like a, mm. it fits in with that. So I kind of was like, on my first listen, I was like, is this new metal? But then the song came out again. I'm like, no, this fits, this slots in right with what was going on in 99 in that weird sort of way. This is a tremendous headphone song. This song sounded good in my car, sounded amazing on headphones. When I did a Christ Go Challenge on this thing, um, 
yeah, really shown on that one. Uh, emptied a dishwasher to this album. Oh, wow. Them dishes and put away, y'all. <laughs> and I like the line, not everyone is that fucked up and cold. This sort of like optimism of this track, which fits with the boys in the bus. I enjoyed that. And songmeanings.com, like we said, one of these people is definitely one of your friends from high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think this guy might definitely be. See if you can tell why. His name is And Rock W. He said, man, the drums toward the end are totally awesome. Great song to pretend play the drums to in your car when you're stuck on I-75 north of Detroit. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. That was just me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, somebody thought the song was about a blowjob. Oh, there's a lot of back and forth. Somebody wrote like a fucking thesis on this song being about a blowjob. I don't buy it seems like a stretch because halfway through it they're like also brandon boyd is gay and likes to give blowjobs and you're just like relax (laughs) relax bro yeah uh c reality said okay wow to the person who thinks this song is about a blowjob incubus doesn't talk about meaningless topics such as blowjobs all their lyrics have double meanings and talk about society and a lot of political issues there you go Mm -hmm. they don't talk about any folly such as yeah they don't go jobs. for crass nonsense mm-hmm. like blowjobs yeah and there's a, a comment that um this person very very forward thinking uh, they said that this has got to be one of my favorite incubus songs there is not a single instrument including boyd's voice that doesn't shine here guitars drums turntables all come together perfectly and something about the whale sounds at the beginning and they said when time washes away most of the rap rock bands of today I guarantee that Incubus will still be standing tall. Not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. Matt Nas. I dig this song. I really like it. I think this is when I put money down for Incubus. This is what I want. Mm. This this is is why it, yeah, that's why it's a concert favorite. Like This is like, turn the lights down low. Everyone get out your... Your weed, I guess. But, but it, <laughs> <laughs> your weed. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Are you a, are you a narc? Yeah. <laughs> if you're a cop, you and gotta you tell have us. To tell us. <laughs> well, you guys want to smoke drugs? I don't know. Hey, everybody, yeah. pull out your weed. <laughs> <laughs> your marijuana cigarette. You can yeah. tell I was the weird one at all the concerts. <laughs> Whoa, that smells. You guys want to smoke down? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, this did remind me of something. Um, when we saw Incubus the first time, they created a tremendous sexual energy in the, in the area that we that sort of wafted around us, but not to like we were just like, who is with this? What is with this place? Yes, it was this song, I think. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was. So I you, think you're right because yeah. that's when like we saw the couples all start making out yeah. and like rubbing each other on blankets very, and stuff. It was very weird and uh, the warmth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you have gone to these shows with your she was your fiance at the time. Yeah. Now with your wife, she went to the first one. Okay. that we were at together. Did that happen for you guys during the warmth? No, no, we did no, not. no. <laughs> she was like, "This is loud." <laughs> <laughs> so she is not a not a fan of the bus. No, not a she she. That was her first rock concert concert ever wow ever so she was like whoa this is very different so it was a very like culture shock for her okay. uh, and i hadn't at that time i hadn't been to like a big big like huge concert touring concert like that in a long time so it was it was very cool hmm. 
Yeah. Did you play any Incubus songs at your wedding? I don't think so. Wow. Yeah. I I I remember thinking I was like I can't. I just can't because. It, it would just be me enjoying it. That's, dude, it's your day. Put it in there. <sighs> you know, clear the floor for the warmth. <laughs> I considered having a uh, an acoustic version of one of the songs on this album play as we walked down the aisle, but I couldn't convince my my wife to do so. <laughs> We're going to get, I, you know what? I think I know what song it is. Okay. I'm almost positive. I, I think know we know, we both know what song it is. That the, Definitely the acoustic version okay. is the version we want to hear. Yeah. It's coming up. Very excited. All right. Well, up next, we've got When It Comes. some chug mm-hmm. yeah that's oh, got yeah. some new metal chug baby um man now we're gonna start with you oh boy um here's the thing his lyrics sometimes can knock me out of the song but then they lay down a chorus like that mm. and it brings me back in but it seems like a first year philosophy student um oh writing poetry like, you know, I just read Descartes, guys, and I mean, I think, therefore, I am, <laughs> but what about you? Can I trust my senses? Do I know hey, the hey, space Matt, hey, Matt, 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 between Matt, us? Matt. Matt, we there need... is an infinite amount of space between us, Lauren. Matt, we need to have a roommate meeting. Matt, Matt, swear to God. Matt, we need you to move out of the dorm. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Matt, we put all your stuff in a bag. All right. The, okay. guy, the weird kid down the hall doesn't wear deodorant, so he can move in. Okay, bye. Slam. Slam. 
Slam, 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 slam. I don't trust my emotion. <laughs> That's why we're sending you them all. Um, but I, I think you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it, he can be fairly heavy-handed with his philosophy, and there is a all right, bro, take it easy feeling I get whenever anybody does that. Like, but then he gets, but musically, it's like it's. I like it. I don't love it. It is not necessarily my thing. I probably won't listen to Incubus later, but those <laughs> choruses are good. The songwriting is good. The lyrics take me out a little bit. Yeah, so I I think that that is this album in science, like in a nutshell. As I think as they grew as a band, their next album, and then for sure Morning View, and then Crow Left of the Murder, they they narrowed that down more and i think they started writing more personal material so i think like had they kept doing that they never would have reached even more success than they had because i think that would have gotten very boring to listen to so i think that is kind of this album and that's how i kind of yeah i agree this song is very heavy-handed i said not a fave dig the verse not i don't love the chorus it's a little repetitive I like the line, uh, like a matador is taunting me. I think it's fun. It's hmm. cool. Jenny, thoughts on when it comes? Um, yeah, this uh, this album is interesting to me because it's like all the hits are like buried. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it doesn't. The sequencing is odd. It is weird. It's very odd. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it didn't hurt this album. This album was extremely successful. Um, on songmeanings.com, there's, there's a... A comment that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from uh, Yatsuba something 21. Uh, and it just starts, no, 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 no. Anti-conformity is just doing the opposite of everyone else without thinking about it and is as mindless as conformity. Non-conformity is the word you're looking for, but I think it should be a conformity, just like moral, immoral, and amoral. With that being said, I saw something on TV that blamed Barack Obama and Barack Obama alone for rising gas prices. Then I realized exactly what mental piracy was. That is, that comments all over the map, yeah. and I love oh, it. Are man. those Incubus lyrics? Yeah, I was just going to say those are Brandon's <laughs> lyrics. Those are lyrics, 100%. Yeah, that's I heard Barack Obama blamed for rising gas prices. Um, I gotta say... I'm a big fan of this one. Right. I thought the chorus was tremendous. Um, felt very new metal to me. Um, also, this was the first song where I was like, DJ Kilmore earning his money, doing a lot to create atmosphere on these tracks, doing a lot to fill in the empty spaces to make them feel more full. Very much enjoyed this. It's got a nice rock out ending. Um, obviously, not everybody agreed with me. And Rock W, who we've established is probably your best friend, uh, had this to say about it. One of the best Incubus songs of all time, but the end could be a little better. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, hard right. Yeah. Wow, hard right. Got some notes for the bus. <laughs> Listen, this is one of your best songs you've ever done. Could be better. <laughs> also, rewrite end. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this was this is very new metal, and it's very much like why they were on tour with Ozfest for for years because of this album. I like that this is the album that made them 
totally fucking face Black Sabbath in a game of b-ball. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ozzy for the dunk. Oh, man. Just getting posted up over and over again. Oh, I uh, love it. Joe Doomers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Up next, Stellar. And this is the song I think you wanted to play. Wrong. Oh, Wrong. no. I have a different song. I think it was. I didn't think it was this one. Oh. It is, it's, a, it's an obvious choice. This would be an obvious choice in my opinion. <laughs> this is How do you acoustically play the scratching? On a stick. With a stick. <laughs> oh, oh. You know what? Jenny thought this through. And I apologize right. for questioning. That is right. <laughs> Just two sticks. I gotta tell you, um, I feel I feel like we've got to step up our dance into songs game. Tim <laughs> K is bringing you're bringing some guitar face. You're bringing you you know what, you're actually we never air guitar. We're just snake arms mm. waving hands in the air. Maybe Matt and I will metal finger, <laughs> but you are bringing a whole new game. To oh, it. it strikes me, and I I know I know it so well. Um, so this was not one that you wanted acoustically played at your wedding. No. Um, but still a big fan. Love this song. Great mm. song. Yeah, this was another like one of those like introduced me to the band uh, type songs, and it's it's great. Was this the first single or is this no. the third single? Uh, this was the second single. So uh, I missed you, it completely. You were completely wrong, Matt. But it was a single. <laughs> well, I was like, I I think "Pardon Me" was the first single. Yep. Yep. And then, okay, then Stellar, then Drive. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you guys want to hear, apparently, Brandon Boyd's explanation of this song? Yes. The lyrics were inspired by my lover, Joe, an English girl I met in France. It's about love as a transcendental feeling, like free-floating in outer space. It's kind of a traditional song in that way. <laughs> Very traditional. The classic tradition of floating with your English lover, Joe, in space. Of course he met her in France. Mm -hmm. I, I think the dude has like wine just comes out of his veins. I think he just lives on wine. I just like the idea. You get on, you go down to the, what do they call the subway in Europe? They call it the, the tube. The tube. You're down the tube. You know, you're just a young girl in France, maybe studying abroad. Here comes this guy, an American. <laughs> but he has no, no shirt. He's no shirt on. <laughs> no shirt on. Um, snake no, arms. Snake arms. You know what, though? He's got a hoodie on, but no shirt on yeah. underneath. But that zipper has never been zipped. And, Tenuously uh, unzipped. Yeah. And he's, you know, what do you think his line is, Jenny? What's his line? What's, what's Brandon Boyd's line? I don't think he speaks. I think he just breathes on <laughs> you and you're like, oh, okay. What do you think his line is? No, he talks to you about art. He'll say something about art. You know what? He probably says you remind him of a mm -hmm. piece of art. Mm -hmm. You remind me of something I saw in a gallery. Yeah, the lines. Like, he'll like, rub your face. <laughs> oh, he will oh, shit. Oh, he's totally a face <laughs> rubber before he has got permission. Yep. 
Yep. And then you're just like, you're in the zone. Because you know what, though? Here's the thing. I think we can all agree. Brandon Boyd smells great. Ooh, I don't know. I no. Wonder, I, I feel know. like he lets his like pheromones get you. Mm-hmm. His pheromones will get you. <laughs> Watch out they for Brandon. Sneak up on you. They'll get you. Close. They'll get you. <laughs> Just then two raccoons attack each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pheromones got him. <laughs> you he can't just, take Brandon Boyd hunting because yeah. it throws the whole forest off its game. <laughs> the deers just go into heat. Yeah. How did you do that? <laughs> Why don't I, I think I think I know what to do to just get him moving for it. Unleash the Boyd. Just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan Boyd just wandering through the forest. Stink lines. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he just surfs everywhere, too. Like, he will just <laughs> surf everywhere. Like On he, the back of a whale. Yeah, he'll be carrying a surfboard in, like, the middle of a city. Uh, There's got to be a waves. Got to be some <laughs> waves around here. Look, I'm going to catch some tasty waves in a minute, but uh, I couldn't help it. Do you know um, that you look like a famous sculpture? <laughs> He's talking to you, Jenny. Oh, um, um. She gets that all the time. She gets that all the time. I'm a statue. Oh, all right. Well, I got to go catch some tasty waves, but I have a concert later. Maybe we could talk about art. I'll be there. You should go, Jenny. I don't want to go with you. I'm afraid. My underwear are gone. <laughs> 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 then, you, then you cut to him in a bathroom. Um, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> all he eats are panties. He's just a, pa- he's just a panty eater. Just eats some. I'm a monster. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, what's the next song? Oh, <laughs> the next song is Make Yourself. Somehow, if I hadn't assembled myself, I'd have fallen apart by now. feels pretty new metal to me. Mm. This has a lot of chug to it. I mean, it's once again, it's a lighter new metal. I think that's the thing we just have to admit with Incubus. They don't go as hard. They are not using seven-string guitars. Mm. They are not, which long-time listeners know, Korn utilizes all seven strings on their guitar. And you can tell. You can totally tell. And when if you, you don't point it out, you are a fucking idiot. If you don't point out that there are seven fucking hey guys? Strings, yeah. Fucking Korn? Yeah. Seven-string guitars. Thank you for pointing that out. Fieldy? Uh-huh. Five-string bass. Oh, man. How many drumsticks does David use? At least four. At least. <laughs> That's right. At once? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh. And Jonathan Davis? Three. Three mouths. Three mouths. <laughs> Three mouths. <laughs> one of them always on a bagpipe. Always on a bagpipe. <laughs> he's, got, he's got one mouth for singing, one mouth for scatting, and one mouth for bagpipes. <laughs> That's right. And two that, hands for making love. That's right. <laughs> it only needs two. It's from that ancient that ancient poem, The Three Mouths of Davis. The Three Mouths of Davis. Ah, oh, uh, yes. Um, what do we think about Make Yourself, though, Jenny? 
I like Make Yourself, um, especially like we didn't really get to it, but toward the end, um, it's just like it all comes together, it builds, and it's good. Mm-hmm. That's my. Uh, that's what you come here to hear. That's right. <laughs> that opinion. Uh, I like this lyric, and I'm sure um, when you heard this lyric, Tim, you know what lyric I'm I about to I think I read. do. Freshman in co- high school, this lyric's gonna crack your brain right open. If you let them fuck you, there will be no foreplay. But rest assured, they'll screw you complete to your ass is blue and gray. To which he says, I'll fuck me in my own way. And then he just <laughs> screams, "Fuck! I'll fuck me in my own way. Over and <laughs> over. Yeah. 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 I wrote that down as, uh, I'd fuck me in my own way. Hell yes! High school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a little bit of a tip, creative tip, as I learned it just from last week with the Juggalo Hondo and ICP. You're gonna mention fucking yourself in your own way. Why not put a little fapping sound effect on it? Huh? Oh yeah. Huh? Really clear things up for us. All right. I mean, it wouldn't clear up for Jenny. Jenny no. would be like, I don't know what that is. But. But now. Now, as an adult, my ears are finely tuned to hear a fap. Yeah. <laughs> That's Your fap senses are Oh, high. I can hear a fap from a mile away. <laughs> Everybody be quiet. Yeah, that's why people <laughs> take me hunting. <laughs> I can hear animals fapping. Well, that deer is pleasuring itself. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, was this the song you wanted acoustically played at your wedding? No, no, okay. no. All right. Great song, though. It is. Everyone in the comments on songmeetings.com was in agreement. They all were just like, this song is about people trying to mold you, man. You're trying to mold me? You got to make yourself. That's right. Get it. That's why they named the album this. Wake up. Sheeple. Bad. 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 That's you. (laughs) (laughs) No. Nonconformity is the same as conformity. A conformity. (laughs) Oh, no, we just conform. (laughs) Just disappear. (laughs) I think, therefore, I am. (laughs) He's never moving out. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. I can't believe you moved back in in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I left my guitar in here, guys. I guess I'm going to stay a while. No, no. I can't move out, man. All the molecules that I left behind are just My here. presence and essence are here. All right, listen. I'm going to move out and move in with the guy down the hallway who's got bad BO. All right? I will move in with the kid who does more deodorant. I will take the hit. All right? Thank you. Your frequency will remain here. I don't want it to. (laughs) Too bad. All right. Up next, we've got Drive. Oh, shit, Matt. Are you about to activate a pet? Are you about to activate a pet? Are you about to wait? Are, you, are we gonna wait for it? Okay. Oh. No. Yeah, baby. Oh shit, Prowler. This is my bread and butter. This, this is. Would you want this played acoustically at your wedding, Prowlar, to Bad Debbie? Ain't nobody marrying me, baby. Oh. I'm a hopeless case, lost in a bush. 
a real waste. Jeez. I've been writing Brendan Boyd's lyrics for years. Oh my god. When you were listening to this album, Lauren, you texted the group text that we have, and you said, it is like I am hearing Drive for the first time, and I didn't know what you meant. Hearing it within the context of this album, I just thought, like, hearing it as part of this greater narrative that he's sort of creating through this, not that this has, like, a theme necessarily, but just, like, seeing how this sort of fits in, it, it yeah, it just felt like... Uh, I don't know. I was I was noticing just things in the production I hadn't before. Also, I just think don't think I have listened to Drive intently ever. It's almost like background music because it's played so constantly on the radio. It's being played to this day. I'm sure today there is a CW show that is like that. Uh, how much do we have to pay for Drive to be in the background? Right. Of the scene? Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, listening to it intently, I was like, okay, yeah, I I, I respect it and like it more. I've always kind of liked it. I mean, even for being like an acousticy kind of song, but yeah, I thought it was good. Tim is. This this couldn't be the this. This is the song. This is what a surprise. That is a surprise. Because yeah. the, uh, the, uh, there is a really good uh, like violin version of this song. Um, I think it's like a string quartet uh, does it called Vitamin C. I think, and there is a version, uh, and it's very haunting and very uh, very beautiful. Wow. Yeah, but I love this song. Uh, it's a classic. It still holds up. I think you could. If if you were to release this today as a new band, it would still be it'd still oh. be a hit. New bands are like, please let us like. This is it. I thought I'm in string quartet. Ah. First, I, honestly, this sounds like the beginning of Call Me Maybe. It's very Westworld. <laughs> yeah, I uh, do feel like me, me and my wife <laughs> falling in slow motion down the aisle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. It is very haunting in this form. Yeah, yeah not right for a wedding. Yeah, this <laughs> no. is a little, um, yeah. I mean, you could have scared us, too. Yeah. <laughs> is something about to... Are we, are we safe? <laughs> you guys need to go. Mitch, get the car running. <laughs> we got to go. This song is haunting. And then, and then like, someone with all white cloaks coming. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go, Mitch. I am almost certain that i have heard that version of the song played at someone's wedding i'm sure it's it's really good some yeah. people want to haunt their audience yeah um there's one comment well there, uh, there's not one comment on this song there are 213 comments on songmeetings.com for this song uh one song one has been upvoted 12 times which is tremendous and i think the reason why well you'll find out when i tell you who wrote it I think the song is an expression of his dissatisfaction with the way he lives. He is tired of letting society, culture, and, quote, the hive drive his life. Now he's taking the wheel into his own hands. Even if it means not being accepted by the hive or sacrificing a comfortable lifestyle, he wants to be the one in control of his life. Who wrote that? Ringo. 
That's right. Ringo Starr. One of the two remaining Beatles. <laughs> Boobity boo, it's me. And people are like, oh, how do you know it's Ringo? Because uh, it's just Ringo. No numbers, no underscores, just straight up Ringo. It ended in peace and love. That's right. <laughs> Ringo, how long you been into the bus? Ever since their inception. Oh, wow. So you're like Fungus Among Us level. Fungus Among Us. So you might say you're a bigger fan than Tim. No one's a bigger fan than Tim. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I am honored. Tim, have you ever met Ringo Starr before? No, I have not. And All right. This is this amazing. Is a big it's moment. good to be here. Yeah, I play drums. Oh, all right. Uh, what do you think of Pete Best? Jenny loves Pete Best. I need to go. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. No one ever should speak ill of anyone, but uh, old Pete Best was a real, real piece of... <laughs> Oh no, Rico, that's it. Oh, oh no, did we just kill a beetle? Yeah. Oh no. Oh. Remember me. Oh, <laughs> I think therefore I am. Oh. Oh, it was Ringo all along. It's always sad when there's one less Incubus fan in the world. I agree. All right. Up next, Pouring we've got <laughs> Clean. So this has a long build up. Oh, Matt. Oh, Tim is already doing the bongos. Um, this is a long build-up with lots of weird noises. Does not kick in until a minute 20. Dang, everything was fine, fine, fine. Until round about quarter to nine, suddenly found myself in a bind. I wrote in my notes that that was kind of a funky song. And it was definitely sort of funky. And I'm just going to point that out. Okay. <laughs> Dude. No. <laughs> Somebody. God, no. Order. God damn it. <laughs> Something funky. There is a great injustice in the world that... Incubus fan Ringo Starr is dead, but Funky Ken still lives. I'm just trying to save you money on your mobile, my friend. That's true. Ringo never saved me a cent. Ringo Starr was a money coster, baby. I now have an unlimited data plan, thanks to Funky Ken. You are welcome. Also, how's that new phone treating you? Oh my god, it's great. The pictures are lifelike. You hear that, Lauren? God damn it, Ken. You are operating on an iPhone 4S, it looks like. Listen, I'm very happy with my phone. I'm also happy to talk about this song with Tim K. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, baby. I mean, come on. Tim. Yeah. Look at T-Mobile. God fucking damn it, Ken. <laughs> I hate you so much. And I'm so upset that Ringo Starr is dead. Tim K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real this time. <laughs> uh, I just wrote down those fucking bongos. At the top, just like another one of those, like, 
let's just like jam and record it um kind of things i i mean i like the song it's good i think the verse is good the chorus i'm a little meh on but hmm. yeah jenny um yeah i agree i i like the song i mean i just think that they're like a solid band brandon boyd has like his vocals are very good um the bongo stuff is where they start to lose me a little bit um but i'm pretty sure they played this when we saw him one of the times I think we got the full like bongo. I think they pulled bongos out and we both went, oh no. They <laughs> they do so in their live show for the past couple of years, they do it, it it's not this song, but they do like a uh, I think it's in between a certain shade of green, they do a like bongo drum off, basically. And they've done it in the same exact like setup set list uh for the past two years. And they they tend to like do this like drummer bongos and then it just like kind of and then they kick into another song so it it's it's their uh their du jour drum du jour there we go uh well let's go to the next song this is called uh battles battlestar scrolactia i i what do you think it is battlestar yeah i just wrote scrolactica yeah scrolactica or just battlestar (laughs) <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta Somebody go. Somebody order God something funky. God damn it, Ken. There's a bread and butter. Oh, no. Oh, are these pants too wide for you, Lawrence? Oh, man. Is so this uh, too funky for you, Oh, Lawrence? this is incredibly too funky for me, Ken. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm going to save you some money on your mobile plan. Can stay away from my mobile plan. All right, I already have unlimited data. I am all set. Oh, dead phone tells me otherwise. You just stop by T-Mobile. We got covered from coast to coast. Listen, Ken, you know when I'll see you? In hell. No, I'll be down there. Funkin' it up. Oh, God damn you. boop Oh, I'll break out. Get it up. Come on. Funky Ken. Uh. Oh, yeah. So I was surprised that this was not the song you wanted played acoustically at your wedding. <laughs> acoustic vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, acoustic bass. <laughs> oh, yeah. The best comment on this whole thing uh-huh. is uh, from Mild. And it says, am I the only one that noticed that the title of the song has a very close resemblance to Battlestar Galactica? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) What? Uh, Yeah. I just put that together just now. Yeah. Um, This is basically one of those funk tracks you skip on a mid-era Beastie Boys album. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, they were just like, oh man, we got to put one of those on our album. This one is called Rectified, Defied, 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 Defied. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, why? Why is this on mm. this? I, I, again, it's like a science leftover that they felt compelled to have this like instrumental track, and like, mm. why? It's you know what? Filler. I know why it's here. Who they work with? Scott Litt. This is straight up REM. This is just <laughs> like all those songs on he's Automatic been, for the People. He's been begging Michael Stipe for a funky track. He, that's you know what? That's probably it. He was like, Mike, listen, just a funk track, just one come on, you want to do a funk track? And they're just like, nah, it's just not who we are. And he's like, I'm going to fucking find a band. I'm going to find a band and we're going to funk it up. You listen up, Stipe. 
And then he had found himself in a T-Mobile store <laughs> in 1998. Uh, that's exactly right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Up next, we've got I Miss You. This is the other song I would have guessed. I could totally see that. I could see the first dance at a wedding to this song. Yeah. You know, yeah. lyrically, this sounds like, you know. Honestly, this gave me big wedding vibes. Like, I could see either doing first dance to this song or going, uh, going to the buffet to, you know. <laughs> either you know, like, or. You know, either. Dinner music. Jenny, thoughts for your wedding. I, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you this. So I, uh, <laughs> I was listening to this and I was like, oh man, I remember having like all these like feelings about like whoever in high school I was like having a crush on when I listened to this. And then I totally had the same feeling thinking about Mitch. And I was like, oh God, they're getting me. They're getting me again. <laughs> uh, so that's embarrassing, but you should play it for him. I, I'm not going to do that. I still want to get married. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was into this album. I mean, you know, one day he'd just be like, so I was listening to Sinky song, and he's like, Battlestar Scratch <laughs> Yeah, and it made me think. Oh, did it. somebody order something funky? <laughs> yes. <It's> like, <laughs> I invited Funky Ken over. He lives with us now. Oh, wow. Mitch is on a limited data plan, so he <laughs> would appreciate it. Oh, I see why you invited him over. I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> why uh, did he sign that contract? <laughs> um, honestly, this gave me a bit of a stained cold vibe. What? Some of this. Yeah. Stained, really? Stained. Like not not the mud shovel sure. stained, the like mid-era, it's been a while stained. Okay. But because it has Brandon Boyd on it, it doesn't have the leadenness of that type of stuff, uh, which lifts it up. Um, I mean, it's it's very it's very slight, but it's there. But it, it felt like once again, sort of folded into that same. Like I feel like Stained have a lot of more yeah like thudding versions of this song, except like Brandon Boyd sounds like he's like very happy, and Aaron Lewis is like, not, he's not, I am not happy. He's not happy, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a lot to talk about my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like okay. this song. It's it, yeah. it it's 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 no longer philosophy. It's more personal. I think mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's a better reflection of kind of their songwriting. That's where they're kind of going with their band, and mm-hmm. I think it's a lot more listenable because it's like you can relate to it more because now it's no longer like reading throw you're like right it's it's not an idea it's real right right and i and, and this is like i think their first ballad and uh i don't know it's just it's great it's good all right well i have some news for you about brandon wood's personal life Uh oh all right so harry Manback on songmeanings.com says the song is about brandon being far away from his then girlfriend joanna born taylor who is english For all those ladies interested in Brandon's love life, he's now seeing a lady called Linda Snowden, who's a model. They met on a UK kids show called SMTV Live. Lisa used to see George Clooney. Why was he at a kids show? I don't know, but he met. 
Well, at least he met a woman of age at it. Yeah. I mean, this well, is this is 2002. I have a feeling, you know. Oh, the other thing you might is long gone. I, <laughs> yeah. th- this is Harry Manback in the comments of songmeanings.com. 100% reliable. Um, but I believe it. And you know what? George Clooney has dated a lot of ladies mm. before Amal scooped him up. <laughs> that woman. That woman. Ah, I think we got a hot one coming up. Oh, we sure do. We definitely do. Up. Next, we have, pardon me. hit it's a hit baby oh yeah that's what the execs said they slid it across they said we got a hit for you and then the incubus said all right you think this is a hit hey record man you think this is a hit yeah i think it's a hit well you know what we're gonna put it next to last on the album (laughs) you can't fucking stop us and you can't grab a hold of me because i don't wear a shirt (laughs) too slick slick. you can't get a hold that's right this should be track three what are you doing why is it why is it so late why are all the singles back on this album i don't know it it, like i said i the first half of the album is like science part two and then the the last half is where they the new direction that they were going it's so weird right so unusual yeah um and yeah this song i wrote this song is embedded into our lives like we've always been hearing this song Mm -hmm. i've i don't know it's arguable which one driver this one is like more ubiquitous maybe drive Drive just because of the cw yeah cw (laughs) and you can also like you know be at the dentist and hear drive but you wouldn't hear pardon me at the dentist unless it's a cool dentist hey guys i'm here to brush your teeth but also play the bus oh you're the coolest fucking dentist you have 17 cavities (laughs) oh wait no i'm just gonna fucking knock you out oh cool knock me out pardon me while i drill (laughs) (laughs) i do your skull (laughs) jenny what do you think of pardon me oh i love pardon me Mm -hmm. uh it's still great I'm I'm over here googling about Brandon Boyd's personal life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta see these ladies. Yeah. Listen, Jenny's not married yet. <laughs> Does Brandon Boyd have a type? Um, let's see. Oh, he looks kind of rough in some of these pictures. Uh, you know, I mean, I look great all the time, so <laughs> mm-hmm. we're judging. 
Uh, hmm. Brandon Boyd girlfriends. This is really good use of everyone's time. Well, Jenny looks this up. I looked up the chart rankings for all these singles. Um, and on the U.S. alternative rock chart, Pardon Me came in at three. Stellar came in at two. Wow. And then Drive, number one, baby. Third wow. time's the charm. He uh, appears to like, uh, looks like thin white women. This is not surprising. But these might all be the same woman. <laughs> what, with just different hairdos? Yeah. Or are they all wearing different hats? They're all wearing different hats, yeah. No, I think it, it all adds up, looking through these. No, oh, I've got a picture of Bam Margera for some reason, too. He dated Bam Margera? Yeah. Maybe that guy <laughs> talking about him giving a blowjob is accurate! I don't know. I don't know. Well, it looks like Brandon Boyd might be single right now. He was dating a woman named Bela Neff for a long time. I'm sorry, what was her name? Balin, B-A-E-L-Y-N, Neff, N-E-F-F. Balin Neff. She's an actress. Oh, yeah? yeah. Any, anything that we might have seen? I don't think so. I haven't seen her in anything. At first, I was like, what's on his face? But it's a watermark. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, should mention, we did say this album was very successful. Double platinum, platinum in Canada, platinum in New Zealand, gold in the UK, gold in Australia. Yet, this is the, the prime age of the CD. Peaked at 47. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. That does seem weird. In the 90s, baby, they, they, they were just selling CDs. It was just insane. You could think about that. You didn't. They didn't even top forty this album. Double platinum. That's crazy. That's so nuts. Wow. Yeah. Um, don't worry. Morning View number two. Sure. Oh yeah. Crow Left number two. Light Grenades, their sole number one album. Wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Yep. Huh. Yep. If not now, when came in at number two, and eight came in at number four. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So Light Grenades is when everything converged for them, where, you know. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah. it was a light week. I don't know. They <laughs> blew up. Well, okay. The time <laughs> between right. albums, too, was, I think, important um, for well, them. It looks like they were pretty much on a every two-year thing. Uh, it was three years between Morning View and Crow, two years between that and Light Grenades, and but then it was five years um, between Light Grenades and If Not Now When, and then six years between that and eight. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, it seemed like you had some information. Did you? Did you have more information? No, I I had no, but I just had a question of how respectful of our time is this record. <laughs> oh, this album comes in at forty eight minutes and twelve seconds. Whoa, that's really respectful. That's pretty respectful. Pretty yeah. respectful. And in that spirit, uh, we've only got one track left, and it's called "Out from Under." <laughs>
We are going out rocking with some lyrics that Matt Nas hates. <laughs> That's so fucking terrible. I mean, is he wrong? Hey, man, to resist <laughs> is to piss in the wind, but when you do, you'll end up smelling. Yeah, man. It's Ugh. it's tough. Here's the thing. People that resist, people that protest. This is You could have put this song out today, man. Still relevant. Still important. Still, Still in the a terrible <laughs> oh. lyric. All right. Tim K. I like this song. Uh, I think it deserved to be actually higher in the, the, the track list. Uh, that I agree with because it's a rocker. Yeah, totally. You um, could flip this whole track list. You yeah. You could start this at one. Totally. And run it. And it works. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, except for Battlestar. <laughs> Right. That deserves to be in the garbage can. Put it away. That's or, a B side, like a secret track. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I, I agree. the The lyrics are super off putting because they they just stand out so much as being like so philosophical. It's like, all right, just uh, talk about you and how miss how much you miss your girlfriend. Hey, that's what I want. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe you need to wake up, sheeple. Bad. Bah. Wake up. I'm going to shear you if you don't wake <laughs> up. <laughs> Jenny, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I agree that it should have been up higher. Uh, I like it. The, Of course, the lyrics are a little eye-rolly, but that's fine. Um, I am a little bit confused about the sequencing of this album. Um, I feel like the obvious choice is to end it with Battlestar. Um, or like I miss you or something. Yeah, I miss you. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. interesting to like end on a on a a rocker, mm-hmm. as you'd say. Yeah. Um, but I like it. Yeah. Um, I just want to bring up one comment. Songmeanings.com. The song had many many comments. Uh, one of their best songs live. This is from Trav one two eight, uh, one two nine. I'm sorry. Uh, to resist is to piss in the wind. Anyone who does will end up smelling. Knowing this, why do I defy? Because my inner voice is yelling. Boyd equals genius. MC squared. (laughs) (laughs) Genius. Genius. And so I went genius. I pulled up the old genius list. He's already on it. Wow. He's already on it. (laughs) If you're not familiar with the genius list, it is a list of anyone who's ever been called a genius, really, (laughs) and any of our internet findings, mostly songmeanings.com. A quick recap. Otap. Genius. Cornelius, a.k.a. Brandon Boyd. Genius. Draymond. Genius. Genius. Burton C. Bell. Genius. Self-proclaimed. Genius. The the riff to check you by From Zero. Genius. Corey Taylor. Genius. Mad genius. Mad Mad genius. genius. Fred Durst. Genius. All of System of a Down. Genius. And then there are two that were denied. Scooter. Not Not a a genius. genius. Shifty and Epic. Not Not a genius. genius. So... There you have it. Uh, Fred was also deemed a superior songwriter, and the riff to Czechia is Czechia is pure catchy genius. So that is the genius list. Uh, to get on it, you just need to be mentioned in the songmeetings.com comments, and Jenny has to say, that's fine. Because <laughs> Scooter, you didn't get in. You didn't get in. It Scoot. ain't happening. Hey, Scoots. Nope. No. That's the album. What time is it? Cannon talk. Cannon talk. Oh my gosh. Uh, Tim K. I'm putting the pressure on you, bro. A lot of weight. What do you think? What do you think? It 
I mean, I think you've said it a, a bunch of times while we were listening to this. You know, it's not new metal. It's it's alt rock. Done. Comment Look, over. Wow. Comment I wish over. That I had a gif of Lauren's face. It was just a slow blink and an <laughs> eyebrow raise. Yeah, no, I don't think it is. Uh, it's not new metal. It 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 has m- flashes of it, like you said, but I don't think it it qualifies. Wow. Wow, Lauren, what do you think? Uh, I'll go to my notes on this one. Please do. Uh, this is a pretty great album. Easily their best. Uh, balances their sensitive side with rockin' and never feels off balance. As for how new metal is, is this could be a whole thing, which I. And meant that too. This will be a whole thing. Um, a couple songs are undeniable. Others by context. I put the whole thing in. If not, definitely pardon me the warmth when it comes and make yourself. Which feels like almost half the album. Jenny, what uh, do you weigh in on this? I don't think it's new metal. I think that it's... There are some elements of it that are like a whiff of new metal, um, but I don't really think it's new metal overall. And I think that it gets like uh, put in that genre because there's a DJ and because of the time that it came out. Uh, if anything went in the canon, I'd say pardon me. That's the thing that gets closest to new metal, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe the warmth a little bit too. No, wait. Which one says the fuck me in my own way? Which one is that? Um, shit. I can't remember I which can't one remember. Is. I mean, I feel like all of them. Um, this is the warmth. No, not no, that. It's make yourself. It's the title. It's make track. yourself. Oh, make okay. yourself. Make yourself is the fuck yourself in your own way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, I don't know. Matt, what do you think? Um, so it was interesting because I was listening to it as well. And I was like, this seems like alt rock riffs to me. And my bellwether for alt rock is like, how close is it to like a song two by blur Mm. or a, um, there's a song called Buck Rogers um, that I think I might be one of the only people who knows is by a band called feeder from the UK. And I know feeder. I don't know. That's, uh, and it is. Like a loud, quiet, loud song. And a lot of these are loud, quiet, loud songs. But they aren't chug. They aren't gritty. No screaming. No no real Mm. screaming in the way that I expect from a new metal record. Does it have new metal textures? Sure. Um, Pardon Me is probably the closest to the archetype that became um, Linkin Park. You know, like I, mm. I, I would say that that is that in a way is a Papa, um, mm. but Lincoln Park it, Papa, Lincoln Park Papa, LP Papa. But new metal, one hundred percent canon. All right, I can read a room. oh boy boy. no i understand yeah i get that i get that you know me i get i get excited i just you know i want to throw everything in the can yeah and i am just here (laughs) you're like yeah listen extinguish your excitement listen if i'm I'm happy just to listen to this album so thanks (laughs) this is great You know, and uh, you know, if i had my way step kings would be in the canon and everyone would stop listening No. Get no. in a Jeep, all right? Get no. in a Jeep and put on the Kings. <laughs> Can't believe I had to bring this up again. <laughs> I don't care that it's wintertime. Get in a fucking Jeep, put on the if Kings. If you can read this, turn the Jeep over and put in the Step Kings. Oh, man. 
All right. Well, then, okay. So I think we then, pardon me. Sure. Pardon me. Sure. Pardon me, Incubus, in the canon. I believe this is Incubus's first induction into the canon. I think so. It is. Welcome. 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 And that does bring us to the end of this episode. Tim K., Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's fun. And um, Tim, you people can find you at Go Comedy Improv Theater. Correct. Doing shows. Every once in a while, yeah. Every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Do you have any shows that people can go to right now? Ooh, no, I'm doing a few like weekend uh, all-star showdowns uh, coming up, but um, I think I'm doing the one Black Friday. I'm not sure if this comes but up. But you do no. have a web series that you're doing right now. I right? do have a web series, yeah. It's called Joe for America. Uh, it's on uh, f- uh, it's on Facebook. I think I have a few episodes on uh, YouTube right now called Joe for America, and it's basically a uh, this webisodes of this guy who's running for uh, political office and it's it's a comedy it's fun it's fun a lot of our friends are in it it's very enjoyable yeah and uh, yeah it's very good well Tim thank you so much for coming thank on you. thanks Tim you are thank indeed you. the world's biggest Incubus fan and now that you've on record recorded this no one can ever dispute this yes. ever again so alright yeah um, and you can find us online Facebook Twitter Instagram Roach Coach. Uh, send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Listen to every episode of the show at roachcoachpodcast. Uh, I'm sorry, at roachcoach.com. Roachcoach.com. That's it. That's coach with coach a with a K. That's right. And um, until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Tim, thank you. Thank you. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'd like to close my eyes, go numb. But there's a cold wind coming from on the top of the highest high rise today. It's not a breeze because it blows hard. Yes, and it wants me to discard.